All right, everybody, welcome to the very first episode of what I like to call the Roaring Twenties. So um, recently I've been getting into podcasts and it wasn't until very recently that I had this urge and this desire to start my own podcast. I have a lot of things that I want to talk about and so many topics that I'm passionate about. So what better way than to start what I'm doing right now? So my name, um, we're just going to go with introductions first. So my name is Jenny, by the way. I'm 21 years old, hence the title for this podcast. Um, I'm a university student. And speaking of university, today's first episode is going to be covering everything that they don't tell you about university. University 101. So we're going to get real into it. Um, and then also, I have a very special co-host. This is one of my very, very good friends named Lena. Hi, everyone. I'm <laughs> Lena. <laughs> yep. So like Jenny said, I'm also a university student. I'm in my third year and I'm studying accounting. Ooh. And I am in my fourth year. We're the same age, but she took a gap year. Uh, so I'm in my last year, my undergrad, and I'm an English major with a double minor in French and creative writing. Um, so me and Lena actually go way back. We've been friends for about seven years now. So we've known each other since grade eight when we were very, very small fetuses. Um, and actually, fun, fun fact, both of our grandmothers actually know each other. And we didn't know this until we started talking and I was like, wait, you look familiar. I feel like I've been introduced to you before. So we found out that our grandmothers knew each other from Cambodia for about 50 years now, which is actually insane if you think about it. So, oh yeah. And they were like best friends. They were really close. Yeah. yeah. Small oh, world. I know such a small world. That is so true. Okay. So we have an outline of things that we want to talk about. And um, I think we're just going to dive right into it. So the first part we're going to cover is in terms of like, academic so like the school work and everything that they don't talk about um for me I think when I was transitioning from high school to university they didn't prepare me for how hard it would really be um and Lena I don't know if this is like your experience as well but my grades like dropped significantly from like grade 12 to first year Wow. <laughs> How did it drop really badly? Or... Okay, actually, maybe I'm exaggerating. Was it, it like did... from eight? Like if it was like from an A to a B, <laughs> that part I kind of understand because I had a similar experience with that. But if it's but if you're like dropping from like an A to like a D, for example, that is very significant. Okay, true. I should have specified. So I, I was used to getting like 90s in high school, right? And this this makes me sound so not humble, but like I was used to being like the smartest person in class you know what I mean because like you get put with a bunch of people who like they didn't want to go to university you just happened to be in the same class so like I was kind of like the teacher's pet and stuff and then when I moved to university I was kind of hit with the reality like whoa there's so many other smarter people out here like <laughs> it's, this is a big world you know what I mean so my grades dropped from like um 90s to I'd say low 70s which isn't that bad but like to me if when I was 16 if I got a low 70 that was basically like a fail for me what mm. what was your experience like yeah I had really high expectations for myself in high school so oh, yeah my marks tended to be like around like 80s and then when I got to university 
it dropped to mid 70s which like it isn't bad but like that mm. drop it still really got me because I was putting in so much effort studying and I wasn't getting the results that I wanted even though I was emailing professors asking for help and just your grades will just go down it's just part of it the jump from high school to university the education system doesn't really prepare you for that yeah that's a really good point I feel like um in high school they kind of just tell you like oh you know you have to do these essays and stuff like that like they make you think it's the same structure but it's a completely different world you know what I mean oh um, yeah the professors don't handhold you or anything. No, they won't even tell you like what's on the exam half the time. So <laughs> you really have to do everything by yourself. And like you're literally paying money to teach yourself. Like that sounds harsh, but it's so true. Um, I have, okay, I like to call it pre-homework. Before a lot of your classes, you have to do pre-homework. So that means you have to do like your 40 page readings and like whatever else they put on CourseLink, which is, the name of like the database that we use so like whatever additional resources we have to read you have to come into class with all of that and there's a chance sometimes that you read it all for nothing because sometimes they just like you to have like an extra context but in my experience like if you don't do your readings you will do badly on the testing yeah I have a similar experience with that too actually even though I'm in business there's not a lot of focus on reading but it's still recommended that you read the textbook before you go to the actual lecture yeah. like just like a chapter of the textbook and just take notes you want to be prepared for class yeah taking notes is a huge one and also um I think another reason why my my grades dropped is because I didn't do the readings <laughs> which is kind of on me I just didn't think I had to because there's just well, because I'm an English major, so it's obviously it's going to be centered around so much readings. But I'm talking like if you combined all my five classes, it was like 100, 200 pages, you know. And like realistically, I feel like even the profs know that we have our own life. We have a social life. We have a job. We're not going to be able to do every single reading every single week. But um, I remember in first year in one of my classes called Women's Studies, um, my professor, like the entire final exam, which, by the way, was worth like 40, 30 to 40% of our final grade. A lot of the multiple choice questions were like very nitpicky, tiny things that you were found in the reading. Like I'm talking like the most insignificant statistic, the most insignificant definition term that literally nobody expected to be on there. Like that's why I feel like, again, um, whatever professor you have also makes or breaks your academic career. Mm -hmm, definitely and not all professors know how to teach that's a big one that yeah I found. oh my god <laughs> I just found out from TikTok that um, professors are actually paid to do research rather than teach like that's what they're mainly trained in oh yeah so they know the material but that doesn't mean that they know how to teach so yeah. in high school when I go to class I fully expect to like you know be taught the actual materials and I wouldn't have to prep before class if like the readings and the chapters so that's what I expected in my first year for my first semester mm -hmm. and it just it didn't work that way you you literally had to read chapters before you go to class and then yeah. when you attend a lecture sometimes you might not even learn anything it's just a waste of time so so many times it's a waste of time like I swear in some of my English classes they don't talk about anything like oh yeah like the professor will ramble on about his dog or something like mm -hmm. that instead of actually doing the work now 
I'm not encouraging you guys to skip class. I highly recommend to go to <laughs> class. Like, even if you think, oh, yeah, they're not going to teach us anything or, oh, he's a bad prof. Like, I'm not going to learn anything. Might as well just do the textbook. It's still recommended that you actually go to class because even though you think it might not be helpful, some of the information will still be into your brain. Because a, a professor might emphasize a point and you yeah. might have overlooked it while reading the textbook. And also, like, near midway to the semester, when people actually do start skipping class, the professor notices. He notices that the lecture halls go from, like, jam-packed the first week to, like, one or two people halfway through. And sometimes they'll take advantage of that. And they'll be like, okay, well, so for the people who are skipping class, I guess they're going to miss out on this. But you know what? I'm going to say something that's going to be on the exam that people who are skipping are not going to know about. So... That's a whole nother thing that you have to worry uh, yeah. about. And you just and you lose easy marks too. If you just would have just shown up to class, the professor will write up tell you the answer to one of the questions and he'll yeah. write out say it's gonna be on the exam. Yeah. So many times I feel like teaching, and I say that in quotations, but their teaching is kind of just reading off the slides. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A lot of it is just reading off the slides and compressing the textbook. Yeah. But reading the textbook itself, it's very bland. You'll find out when you read the textbook, it's so bloated yeah. with words. It's so funny because when you're in school, teachers tell you all the time, oh, be clear and concise, be clear and concise, in business at least. But yeah. then you read the textbook and it's, it's anything nothing. But opposite. That's so true. I remember in my first year, like I was so overwhelmed with the readings because it was just all this information hitting me at once and I didn't know what I was supposed to highlight I didn't know what I was supposed to mark up and again like 50% of your readings won't even matter you know it's just kind of like additional stuff the prof wants you to know so you have a, a context of the background of whatever topic you're is that week but if it's a, a reading that they keep emphasizing then I for sure say that's something you should definitely like actually pay attention to and like maybe make notes and highlight and that kind of stuff Mm -hmm, agreed. And it's also important to pace yourself as well, because you mentioned that like usually midway through like midway through a semester, students will start skipping class. And I think part of it is because Guilty. of burnout. Yeah. Um, a good rule of thumb I like to follow is that for every hour I spend in class, I spend two hours studying outside of that. So I just like pace myself and just make sure that you incorporate self-care for each of the weeks as well, like a day or two just for yourself. No studying, no work, no anything. I know it's hard. But it's really important that you have that. Ooh. And what are some self-care things that you do, Lima? Oh, what I do. I like to spend, like, just like the weekend, because I don't work weekends. Oh, man, it's so nice. <laughs> <laughs> I just work on the weekdays, and I take weekends off. But I like spending time with friends. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's, I come off as extroverted to a lot of people. And I find that spending time with people usually energizes me. And then for the days when I feel like, oh, yeah, I just don't want to see anyone. I just meditate. I've been working out lately. And yeah. you you want to take care of yourself. Oh, for sure. A hundred percent. What um, tips do you do? You have any self-care tips, Jenny? <laughs> so I, I used to do, oh, except for meditation, I never meditate, but I used to do everything that you listed. And I used to be like, you know, that girl who would like go to the gym after class and like journal and stuff like that. Um, I've definitely chilled out since then. I think my self-care now is honestly just going on TikTok. Like, I just want something that requires no thinking at all. Like, even for me, if I want to journal, that still requires so much effort to, like, move. <laughs> you know, like, to actually write. Oh, yeah, you need to think about it, and then yeah. you have to put it on paper. 
Yeah. So if I like really want to relax, to me, that means doing something that requires no brain work whatsoever. So honestly, just putting on a good show, a good movie, YouTube videos, and eating. Love it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, stress and burnout, definitely real issues. Like take those kinds of stuff seriously, especially if you guys are um, thinking about going to university next year. So if you guys are in high school right now or you're thinking about college slash uni in the future, just know that there's a lot of resources to help you. And every if you're feeling stressed, like literally everybody has felt, you know, exactly what you're feeling. So you're not alone. Okay. We kind of got sidetracked a little bit, but something else. So we're going to take a break from talking about academics. Let's jump into the social aspect of uni that I feel like literally nobody talks about. Like they don't prepare you for this whatsoever. Okay. So it is, I'm just going to hand it to you guys straight. Making friends is not what it looks like in the TV shows and in the movies. It is so incredibly difficult. And let me set the barrier between making friends versus just meeting people, meeting new friends. That are, those are two very different things. So when I was in my first year, I tried so hard to make new friends in every single one of my classes. I would just go up to someone in my class or in my lecture and I would introduce myself and be like, hey, I'm Jenny. I'm in my first year. What's your name? You know? And then it was just kind of that same cycle over and over again of like introducing your name, your major, your hometown, your year, all that kind of stuff. And like for a while, I thought I was successful, you know, like, oh, I made these new friends. Like I, I had their socials and stuff. But then like once class ends, you literally like never see them again. Like literally never. Unless you guys are, you know, you feel like you're close enough where you can take that initiative to text them outside of class and be like hey do you want to meet up in for lunch or something do you want to grab lunch together do you want to do something off campus personally I have not had much experience with that I'll usually just meet someone and then we'll be friend buddies which is very different to me than actual friends and then once that class is over and you have your exams you kind of part ways that's just my experience what about you oh yeah I've had a really similar experience with that Except even the meeting people part was hard for me because, oh. um, man, I started when the pandemic just hit 2020. Oh, oh right. man. So everything was online. So I don't even see their faces. I just see a screen with their name on it, maybe an Among Us profile picture or something. <laughs> and like everyone would type in the in the Zoom chat, oh yeah, here's the group chat for this class or oh yeah, here's the group chat for this class now. And I joined them but no one would talk in them. So now that it's uh, 2022 and now that things are opening up, classes are resumed in person now, even meeting people, you can tell that they're so shell-shocked shell or in their own little bubbles. You can just tell that they don't wanna talk to you. And it's like, I, I said hi to like a few people passing by me or there's like another student in the class and they don't say hi back. And I don't yeah. know what it is, but everyone is so shy. And yeah. even the professors notice it too when they're asking questions and no one no raises one's talking. Hand. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, me and Lena were talking about this before the podcast too. But yeah, I totally forgot like how much COVID had an impact too on like our social abilities. You know what I mean? I think it's created like social anxiety for a lot of people because they just literally forgot how to like 
interact with humans, which is so sad if you think about it. Mm-hmm. And like meeting people in person, you know, it's already hard enough, but I can't imagine it being like through Zoom and trying to make friends that way. Like just literally like typing in the chat function, like, hey, you want to be friends? <laughs> like, oh yeah, definitely. It's like your private messaging people yeah, hoping that they'd be chill and then you get no response, but you see the red side. It's like, oh. A whole nother projection, <laughs> like a whole nother type of hurting. Yeah, it's just more layers of hurt I, on it. Not not gonna lie, if I was like the person receiving that message, I probably would have been like, no, who is this? Like, this is so weird. Just because <laughs> nobody, nobody does that kind of stuff, you know? So I'd be like weirded out. Yeah, exactly. I did, I did have some success with a Discord chat for mm-hmm. um, my school in general. Just like, it was pretty active. We were playing Among Us on it for a while. But I just I just got the feeling that they didn't like me because oh, when I told because no. like after I was done playing I'm like okay guys I'm going to leave now like at least one person will say oh thank God she's gone <gasps> not like oh, at like, least one as in at least like, one multiple? yeah or if it's not like oh thank God she's gone she's like oh yeah she's a furry because I have an anime girl profile picture with like cat ears and just I just find it cute personally I no I'm not into that kind of stuff but man that's so mean that's actually so rude it's giving like white boy like I feel like they were all just like white guys on the well they were guys I don't know if they were white I can't really (laughs) tell you know yeah you can't see them so I feel like guys on video games in general are always so like toxic that's a whole nother conversation but that's a whole nother conversation but yeah just like yeah I've had some success with meeting people but they were not very nice unfortunately I um it's funny that you say that because I feel like university is still very much clicky mm-hmm, yeah you know? and it's weird because like in high school they yeah they told you like oh yeah. it's, it's not once you get to uni every nobody cares everyone's so nice to each other but then you get there you're like ah. yeah it's like it's like most of them are just stay with their high school friends honestly yeah. Honestly, like I'm they just stay with too. their groups of high school friends and then when you try to yeah. join that and you're not from their high school like it's just the history isn't there the connection isn't there because yeah. they've already formed like their identity yeah. so what man making friends as kids was so easy it's like oh yeah you like you like um hello kitty I also like hello <laughs> Same. Kitty. let's We're be friends besties. now yeah I know I um so I worked at a summer camp in the summer and I I literally saw kids that way making friends that fast like that's literally how it goes so I wish it was still the same for people our age (laughs) but um I think like in high school also because you're with the same people every single day so it's kind of hard to like not be friends just because that close proximity whereas because in university you have this like unlimited freedom you know like everybody has different classes nobody has a break at the same time so that's why you're kind of forced to like be alone be more independent that's another reason why making friends is kind of hard but Lena I would would like oh yeah (laughs) oh yeah Yeah, meeting people yeah meeting people is pretty easy like yeah oh yeah like it was hard at the beginning but yeah it's yeah people are starting to come out of their shells like people are talking again but as Jenny has mentioned um it doesn't stick like no it's hard to make it last forever yeah they'll only come to you to ask for questions about the class or (laughs) like they need help with something or just to like complain about their group members and then you complain about your group members and then once the class is over it's that's it yeah 
So my tip for if you're struggling with this, like maybe if you're a first year and you're listening and you're like, oh man, why have I not made any friends yet? Honestly, my advice is to, I feel like most people's advice is to just give it time and then eventually you'll find your group. But I don't like to say that because I'm in my fourth year and I still haven't found my group. And you know what? There's like nothing wrong with it. I think we just, we go into university or college with this expectation that we're going to find our lifelong friends because that's what everybody tells us and that's what the media portrays it as. But it's just not the case. And you know what? Even if you graduate having only made a few friends or a few acquaintances, that's more than okay. Like you literally have the rest of your life to make friends, you know? I don't want my my best supposed four years to be limited to this small time in my life. Like there's still so much time. Mm-hmm, That's my exactly. advice. And I found yeah. that making friends outside of school is actually easier in a weird way because I'd go to work and I just connect with the people there and bam, we're friends, we're hanging out. Yeah. Or if you're volunteering and then just like, oh, wow, someone here happens to have the same interests as me. Bam, you're friends. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good point. So don't like be scared. You know, I feel like literally everyone has struggled through with this loneliness since or like throughout university. And I wouldn't another thing is I wouldn't take it personally. Like if you're looking around and you're like, why does everybody else have their group or their person? First of all, I would say surface level isn't what it always seems like. You know, you might like walk around and see a group of friends hanging out, but you never know like they could be a fake friend you know what I mean like maybe it just looks like it maybe they're just actually walking with someone because they don't want to be alone you know but I guarantee that maybe a good 90% of university students still don't have like their people yet and again that's totally fine plus like nobody (laughs) we talked about this before but it just kind of baffles me how much like nobody talks to each other you know like you literally walk into a lecture hall or a seminar room Everybody has their heads down. Everybody's on their phone. I'm guilty of this too, by the way. But like, it's just not like what you expect. You know, you don't just sit down and everyone's like, oh, hey, what's your name? I like your nails, whatever. Like, everyone's just so shy and quiet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So again, like, if you like really like it's it's all good you know I think university is also a good time to experiment with independence and like learning to love to be by yourself that's what I've learned throughout this time time. Mm -hmm. um but Lena you did tell me a story recently of how you made like a bunch of friends at once oh yeah that was crazy this actually happened last week Friday um so I showed up to class about 10 minutes early for my research methods class it's a class where we learn about how to research. So, <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. You're welcome, just in case anyone is confused. <laughs> so I, I had to go to the washroom. So I went to the washroom. And one of the, my classmates followed me to the washroom just to compliment my outfit. And then we ended up talking because part of the class, it's like 30% of your grade is from group work. So we were talking about that. We were really nervous because a lot, sometimes when you're doing group work, you're going to have tailcoat riders, people who do no uh, work. I hate do group everything. work. Oh hate yeah, it. big time. If you're going to business school, expect expect <laughs> that there's going to be a lot of group work. So I'm just preparing you now. So yeah, we started talking and then we sat down in class and then we were trash talking about one of the professors. 
And the guy behind us, he also happened to hate that professor. So now all three of us are trash talking that professor. And then after class ended, another girl, just as we were about to leave, another girl runs up to me just to compliment my outfit. And now all four of us are talking. And then we trash talk a different professor. He's kind of a creep. Just like, yeah, yeah there's yeah. professors like that too. And Ooh. then two other guys also happen to ha- hate that same professor. And now all six of us are talking. And bam, we just formed the group right there. So yeah, that's just how easy it is to meet people. But And they seem really nice. Just I don't know if it's going to blossom into friends. I'm trying to not to keep my expectations too high. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I still, still love that story. Was, Oh, yeah, it was really unexpected because I was beating myself up for the longest time about how, oh, my gosh, I'm not meeting anyone after the pandemic. Everyone's so shy. No one will talk to me. Everyone's ignoring me. It's like, man. (laughs) I actually love that story. That's so funny. Okay, we have 10 minutes left according to the Zoom meeting. Um, Okay, so, you know what? Let's just go into funny stories now. I feel like we've covered a lot of stuff. Maybe we'll go into the good, I feel like this whole podcast so far has been like, (laughs) like anyone listening to this is going to be like, F uni, I don't want to sign up now, but let's talk about some, some, some funny stuff. Do you have any funny stories or like positive experiences from uni that you want to talk about? Well, yes, actually, speaking of following people into the washroom, oh I, my followed God. Someone to, I almost followed a professor into the men's washroom before. Okay. Oh my <laughs> it God. Was so embarrassing. So. This was, yeah, this happened last year when some classes were online and some person classes were still in person. And I knew where the professor's office was, but I didn't know where the class was. So I went to the professor's office, but he was leaving at the same time and he was walking. So I was like, okay, maybe he's going to class. This is great. I'll just follow him to class. And we do a full circle and he goes into the men's washroom and I almost go into the men's washroom as well. I was this close. Oh and my just, God. Oh man, I backed out, realized what I was so doing awkward. and I waited until he was done and then I followed him to class. And once I got to class, he told to everyone, I was like, oh yeah, you see this girl here? I see her everywhere. <laughs> he pointed that out in front of the whole yeah. class? Stop. I would have been embarrassed. <laughs> I was so embarrassed because it's a small class of like what 10 people so yeah imagine if you like fully followed him into the bathroom and was like hi where's the where's the classroom (laughs) oh man I wasn't thinking it's just like you know I just fully expected him to go into class yeah yeah do you Um, have any funny stories Jenny yes I have a very embarrassing story this actually just happened last week (laughs) I was saving it for the podcast um, I think this story is only embarrassing if you're one of those people who easily gets embarrassed about like being late to class. Like, is that something that makes you cringe? Then buckle your seatbelt. Okay, so me and my friend Alvina, which if you're listening to this, shout out Alvina. <laughs> She's one of my close friends that I actually was able to make from uni and keep. <laughs> so shout out to her. But we have this um, three hour lecture together in French. And so we decided to go get Starbucks before the class, right? And so we we were like, oh, we still have time. We have 30 minutes. But they took like a real long time to make her drink. So by the time that we like actually made it up to our class, which by the way, involves going up like three flights of stairs consecutively. So we were like huffing and puffing like crazy by the time we got to the room. Um, And we were already like five minutes late at that point. So we walk in, the class is like, full pretty full so we like find a seat okay so we go and sit down 
Um, and then there were like really weird seats. So like I was sitting sideways to the prof and my friend Alvina was sitting with her back to the prof and I was like, I tapped her oh. and it was like dead quiet in the class too. Oh, so I tapped Alvina. I know. And I'm like, do you want to move seats? Like I see two chairs over there. So she's like, okay. So we grab our things. We make this huge commotion to move seats all the way to the other side of the class when already we kind of like interrupted at the start already. Right. So we make a huge commotion to leave. We finally get settled down. We're sitting in our seats. I look at the board and we thought this was a French class, right? But then I'm like, why does the board say intro to psychology? So I look over at Alvina and I'm like, dude, read the board. And then she's like panicking. I'm panicking. And then I tap the girl next to me. I'm like, excuse me, what class is this? And she goes, psych. She's like, duh. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, this is the wrong room. Because oh, I was no. so confident. I was like, I checked my schedule too. And I was so confident that it was room 306. And then Alvina says, so wow. She's like, Jenny, it's 312. I was like, oh, shoot. And so then we grab our things again and we leave and we're in the hallway. And like the door, like everybody sees us go, right? Like it was so obvious. We were making such a big scene unintentionally. But we were out in the hallway and then the door is like, it's like closing, but it's still open like a crack. When they, And they hear us like laughing and dying in the hallway. So like, oh my God, I can't believe that just happened. So we go into our actual room and I take a peek through the window and the room is like dead packed. Like it's so freaking full. And it was like, there were no tables. It was like everyone had their own individual like chair and seat. It was like one of those classroom arrangements, right? But it was so full. And then Alvina was like, can we just skip this class? And I was like, no, we're not skipping. Like I'm going to regret it if we skip, right? Because they might say something important. So I opened the door and then the prof stops teaching and she turns to us and she's like, oh, hello. And then, oh of God. course, by now, everyone's staring at us, right? And there's like 50, no, maybe, that's too much, maybe 40, 40 to 50 people in this class all staring at us. And then the prof has to stop her lesson. And like, she has to ask um, the row of girls in the front to like move aside so that me and Alvina could like sit in the back. So it was this huge deal. They had to like, everyone had to like kind of help in some way. They shifted apart. They made a gap through the chairs. And then, you know, Alvina made her way to the very back. And oh. I felt, I felt everyone's eyeballs on me. Oh so, my gosh. And then the whole class, me and Alvina kept looking at each other. We're like, that was so embarrassing. Cannot oh, believe man. that just happened. So that's that hilarious. Was my <laughs> yes. Okay. We have only three minutes left. So I think we're just going to end it with any final tips that you have for incoming university students. Um, incoming tips, just, yeah, make sure you study. Self-care is important. And don't beat yourself up if you find that you're having a hard time making friends. Yeah, that's really good. That was along the lines of what I was going to say, too. Just, like, don't go into it expecting too much. Like, the transition is going to be hard, but it's okay. It'll be worth it in the end. Oh, yeah. In the end, it's still school. You're paying $4,000 for this. <laughs> like, you know. $4,000. You're there to learn. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay. I think that's it. I really enjoyed talking with you, Lena. There's still so many things that I want to say. Maybe we can make a part two. Of I would love to make a part two, Jenny. Yes, and thank I you for letting me co-host this of episode. Course. Thank you for your amazing insights and everything. Okay. I think we're just going to leave it at that because this was already about 40 minutes as it is. That's a pretty long podcast. Okay. 
Bye, Lena, and bye to our viewers if you're watching this. Thank you so much. Appreciate your support. Okay, bye, guys. Bye.